0: The Voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults
1: cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling off. All right, here we go. Voluntary reaction as Tennessee drops its first conference game of the season on the road tonight at Mississippi State. Tennessee down by 13 at the half, comes all the way back to tie it, but can't get over the hump. And Mississippi State with the big win over the Vols. Lots to talk about on a momentous day in the world of college athletics as Nick Saban hangs it up. And uh, quite frankly, I'd rather talk about that, Bear, because uh, that basketball game sucked, man. What a kick in the balls.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it had gotten so bad in the first half that I, I just I, I turned it off and <laughs> just ate dinner and, and raged quietly here to myself. <laughs> and then I kind of kept up with it on Twitter for a minute. And I, I feel like I jinxed it, Russ. Uh, I turned it back on when we'd closed it down close near that six-minute mark. And, you know, we had some tough calls go against us and couldn't quite make up the, make up the difference. You know, when you go down, what were we down at half 15, 13, 13. I mean, you know, we reached that point where you hit that wall when you, when you ran somebody down like we did in the second half and they just couldn't get it tied up and get a lead and, and start stretching it out a little bit. But uh, Mississippi State played the best game they've played all year. That the hump is, you know, still the.
1: And it's just one of those places where over the years we've kind of been snake bit. Davey, I thought we were going to win that game. Like, even uh, I, I missed most of the first half, was driving home from uh, youth basketball practice tonight. And like, even I don't know, man. I just thought we were going to win the entire time. It didn't surprise me that Tennessee came back. I thought when when we tied it up, even that maddening stretch where it was like we kept getting down three and and just missed uh, a three. It seemed like at least four or five times. I thought we were going to win, man. I, I thought we were going to yeah. win when Dalton Connect got the dunk to tie it. I thought we were going to win. Um, I, I don't down three with 15 seconds to play. Why not attack the rim? Uh, try and get an easy bucket and make them make some more free throws?
2: I mean, it's not a bad line of thought. Y- you could tell we went through one of those droughts. You know, after the under four, I think we had almost uh, three minutes where we didn't score. And they were able to go on a 6-0 run there. I mean, we're able to claw back in there. Uh, the big thing for me in this one, I- I'm looking at it where – you have a great second half effort. You just can't get yourself in that situation. in The first half, only scoring twenty two points, I believe thirty points was the lowest first half we had had so far this year. You just really struggled, and outside of Zakai Ziegler in that first half, you have nothing. You had nothing going for you. Um, I mean, Dalton Connect and Zakai Ziegler. If if they didn't play today, you're probably getting beat by about thirty points. They, they but yeah,
0: that's what I was. Uh, I'm sorry,
2: twenty six respectively. Not yeah. I mean, like, and Adu obviously found out he was the only other guy that had nine. But whenever you have Vescovy, Josiah James, and you're not able to get any production offensively out of your bench, it's gonna be a long night. And that's the the fact that Tennessee only lost this game by five is actually pretty remarkable, if you ask me. It also just goes to show not not on this, but the last forty eight hours, the number one team, the number two team, the number three team, and the number five team have gone down. UConn's playing right now. If
1: they lose, all five top five teams in the country will have lost. And pretty much all two inferior teams so
0: yeah
1: like this is college basketball yeah i'm I'm sure the Barnes bashers will be out in force it's okay i've got my issues with it like i said i would have liked to try to extend the game there in the last 15 seconds but um not the end of the world um need to win at georgia saturday which has not been easy through the years but uh boy mississippi state man once adu fouled out uh awaka who we all love not taking any shots but damn tolu smith had his way with him he was he was two for
0: two for four points so i'll tell you where we lost it i mean we got zero out of ganey he oh for nine you know damn. donut but uh mayshack he was over just no points
1: yeah, I mean, I I was surprised that Owaka could not handle Tolu Smith on. I mean, that was it was like not even close. It's automatic, so I don't I don't know. Well, he's also to figure something else to do down there. Um, well, see
0: uh, the other part of the problem with that, Russ, was that when Adu fouled out, Awaka already had four fouls.
2: I don't I don't have the minutes yet, but I'm really concerned with that I think I'm about to see 39 minutes next. Is a Kai Ziegler's name.
1: He took a pretty good break in the first half. Okay. Thirty-seven for Ziegler. Thirty-seven for Connect. Yeah, it's way too much. Uh, and and Freddie buckets played three minutes in the first half, so he didn't score a point or register a stat. Vescovy, I don't know what happened there. He plays twenty-two minutes, only had two fouls. Like oh, for three know, from three. We can't buy three minutes from Vescovy at the point to get Ziegler a little extra rest. And then the... the well, you couldn't the take him off.
2: He was the only guy scoring in the first half. Yeah.
1: The the 10-second call where, like, it's... I, I don't know what happened there. They blow the whistle. Like, Vescovy's already, like, halfway down the lane to the basket. Barnes with the face palm. It Ugh. It sucks. Technically speaking, it was the right call.
2: I hate that they did it. It's one of those, if you let it slide, I'm not going to have a problem with it, even though right when they hit 10 seconds, no one has possession. So it's in that situation, it should be a 10-second. But if you're the ref there, you, yeah, when you do that, it looks like you're just
1: itching to make that call, just to, to be like, oh, watch this. Tucker Harlan is hanging out with us in the room tonight. Tucker, your thoughts? Yeah, man.
3: I think Davey hit the nail on the head uh, with Vescovy and Josiah. You got to get those guys more involved. And uh, I I think we've seen in some of the losses, I I go back particularly to Maui. um, They're they're just disappearing acts going on by those guys. And I think that really hurt this team tonight. Um, But, you know, I think Connect, especially in the second half, and then, uh, you know, Ziegler for much of the game, they did as much as they could uh, to keep Tennessee in there. But, You know, overall, I just thought the first half Tennessee got out physical inside. And I I, I
1: just, do I know? Connect has 28 points tonight. Ziegler, 26. I mean, we shot 46% from the field. I don't, you know, I know 22 points is a uh, pathetic output in the first half, but. Tennessee scored seventy-two points. That's our style, man. That should be good enough to win on the road in this league. We let miss. We're we're supposedly the best defensive team, if not the second best defensive team in the nation. It's what we hang our hat on, and we got torched tonight by Mississippi State. So, like, I, I'm I know that's what Barnes will talk about. Is like they just um, could not guard Mississippi and this Hubbard kid is a, a freshman, evidently. He lights. Tennessee up tonight, goes for 25. You can't have that, man. I mean, that's just, that's not good. All right, let's get some folks in here. We'll start with Brad in Nashville, as we so often do. Brad, jump in here, my man. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Got you, go ahead. Man,
4: kind of bearing the lead. Um, I uh, poured one out for the great Satan going down tonight. So not <laughs> sure if you guys already talked about that, but, um, no, like, uh, the sun's going to be brighter tomorrow. The air a little clearer. I don't care if it's 18 degrees outside. Um, he's gone. And, uh, you got the whole worst armpit of the country setting themselves on fire, trying to figure out what's going to happen. And I don't give a damn cause it's going to be funny to watch it burn. But, um, it was just kind of a lackluster performance. They, the boys didn't really have a cohesive attack tonight. They were just kind of reacting to everything that happened today. I don't know, man. It just it didn't seem like our night. I was really taken aback whenever Vegas pegged us as less than a bucket favorite. And um, they didn't build all those buildings by losing. So, I, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to get a matchup. But uh, am I missing something?
1: Damn it. No, you're right. I had a bad feeling this morning when I woke up and it was only one and a half and settled in at two and a half. And it's like, uh, uh, they know something we don't know. And yeah, I mean, it's just something in the water, like all these top five teams losing is, is no coincidence. Um, their fans were fired up. Their players were fired up and we got to do a better job meeting that intensity. I'm kind of worried it's going to happen again Saturday, quite frankly.
4: Well um hopefully we can figure it out and remember what the hell the net at the bottom of the uh fucking basketball goal looks like but on the bright side guess who's gone who is sailing off into the great beyond gentleman Saban. yeah and uh
0: oh my god do you flip this to a brad, w he can't w hurt next you year? anymore brad he can't hurt you anymore fuck that it's not guy your fault. Welcome. It's not your fault, Brad. It's <laughs> oh, not your fault. The, the,
3: the
2: Alabama fans were putting um, like oatmeal cream pies and bottles of Coke next to his statue. <laughs> and the best tweet all night was, yeah, well, Rick Pitino also went out with some Coke and cream pies.
1: Oh! Oh,
4: there you go. You go directly that, to that, HR. You're not
0: past go. Because Hudson. the Epstein
4: tapes came out, and he wanted to retire before he got taken down because of all that shit. <laughs> But um, as far as the thing goes, man, he can just he can just go back to hell because that's what he sold his soul to to do what he did. And uh, but uh, le- legitimate question um, is Bama a W at Knoxville next year?
1: Yes, yes, it's got to be. They're going to hire Land Danning. He's going to throw up an eight and four in the net uh, either next year or the year after. They'll fire him because they won't be able to stand it. And then they're going to run about. Three or four coaches through that place in the next twelve years. It's going to be a total shit show. It's going to be beautiful, Brad.
2: I, I don't think Dan takes the job.
4: <laughs> you think Sweeney does? Dabo? No, um, they, oh, they won't go to him. You you. Won't, he's not
2: willing to utilize the transfer portal, so the like it, th- that's a no go. Dabo's
0: best days are are long gone. But it might be I a thing with I'm like, like the. I'm, uh, I've here wondering. I'm sitting here wondering if even like Kiffin. I'm mean, I'm just sitting here thinking, why? If you're already making nine million dollars a year, and you've got, you know, he's got the Grove Collective. I mean, they're up. They're obviously up and running. I mean, some of their kids showing up in Lambos. It's, he would have made the 12-team playoff this year. Why would you want to get into that uh, pressure cooker down there? Um, Those people are not, I mean, they go crazy if they don't win the fucking national championship.
4: Please hire Kiffin in his exposed reactor core and put that in Tuscaloosa. That would be hilarious.
1: Brad, uh, appreciate you, my friend. Love you guys. See ya. Can't have everything we want on one day. If uh, uh takes off, you're probably going to lose a basketball game. Would you have made that trade, Bear? This morning, before you knew that Saban was even considering retirement, say, listen, man, you take the L at Starkville tonight, but the great Satan is gone. I mean, does the Pope wear a funny hat? Hell yeah, I'd take it.
0: <laughs> Just to see him gone, because uh, you know it's nobody's gonna. I mean, yes, they still have all the resources and everything down there, but I mean, he was he's the goat. I mean, you know
1: they're gonna they're I, i'd be stunned if they didn't stumble tucker when was the last time we beat georgia in athens
3: basketball? uh that would be oh in basketball uh that would be 2022 uh wow. because georgia was very very bad that year i remember that um but it was not a pretty game i believe that was the game right after uh zakai's house
1: burned down up in new york what about before that wasn't it like 2008 or something
3: Good Lord, I, I can't go back that far.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it I think was. Brian it Williams long.
3: hit a shot,
0: right? Yeah, Dude, it had been a long time. Well, they got little Mikey White, so.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Little Mikey White in his size medium dress shirt and his tie and his super cuts haircut. Time to go down there and slap that hunk around let's get Wyatt in here next hello Wyatt
3: guys how are you doing
1: yeah doing all right so
5: uh just a couple of questions for you here the first one uh I mean why do you guys think that Rick Barnes takes these timeouts to the end of the game Uh, I mean
3: it feels like he does it in every loss and then a little bit
5: more out there
3: of a question at what point do you take Rick Barnes and you kind of go, this is sort of like a Mark Rick situation where you just, you're always going to have good teams, but you're never going to be good enough.
2: Man, why this one's got you down bad, doesn't it? <laughs> For starters, uh, as, as far as late in the game, I, I was surprised Rick actually, he used his timeout in the first half. He actually used it to stop your run, which I don't think I've seen him do in a long time. Uh, as far as late, with the way the the game was going, I don't really have much of an issue with him not using a timeout in certain situations
0: there. Um, it's, yeah, it's but, been a
2: problem before, but, but tonight I don't really have much of a concern with that.
0: Yeah. I didn't, I'm sitting here thinking there wasn't really a point in that, um, in sequence. I mean, you know, he might've wanted to use one when we hit that, when we went through that, uh, Oh gosh, was it from like five to two where we didn't score a point, One of those deals again, and
1: I absolutely would have called one after the free throw to put you down three with fifteen seconds, and I'd have gone quick, try and get a two, extend the game, uh, make them hit some free throws, and and try and make it a a two point game, and, and we'd been so successful with the press and stealing. I mean, we might have been able to get a another steal right there. I mean, that was Bruce Pearl esque. I mean, that, I was having flashbacks to oh six oh seven there with Lofton and Jawan, the way we were turning them over on the inbounds press. Yeah. My, my counter to that
2: would be, you could tell we were the much more conditioned team and we were getting them into where, if you're taking a timeout, you're giving them time to catch their breath. And if you're Rick, I think he might've been thinking they don't have the advantage right there. Let's keep everybody out there.
0: Yeah. They're gassed. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> it was a we lost a joke. we lost a really <laughs> shitty close
1: game at on the road in the SEC. Um, I don't what about think the it's – terrible Vescovy entry pass to a Waka like he was already on the floor and like Vescovy throws it in there anyway. Like what the hell? I don't know, man. I don't that know. one was it's bad. Frustrating. He has a, He needs to get. He needs to get whatever's not quite right. Right. To get Steve in here next. Go ahead, Steve. Turn your mic on, buddy. Steve, come on now. You got this. Turn your mic on. Bottom left of the screen, Steve. 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 Oh, Steve. Rookie mistake. Let's get Roberto in here next. Roberto. What's up, man?
6: actually honestly really good like i'm still on a i'm on a saving the, the the wicked Witch is dead uh right, um, so, yeah i'm coked out right now on it hey! hey um no i mean like look okay i know we are a football first fan base i understand that this is a consensus top 35 our, our net ratings team and every major net ratings that anybody looks at this is a consensus top 35 team I know people don't understand what that means. Essentially, it means this is a get-out-of-jail-free card on this loss. I, I mean, th- there was a guy on here who practically sounded like he was going to go op- lay in a tub and open his wrists. Guys, it's okay. <laughs> like, this is a good basketball team. Chris Jans is a good coach, and that's an NCAA basketball team we just lost to. They're going to make the NCAA tournament. They are. Like, And we were on the road in a hostile environment. We played very poorly in the first half. Nobody's going to argue that. And then Dalton Connect finally showed up again. If there's one thing we can take from this, guys, I think it's, thank God Dalton Connect seems to be back. Whatever that was, whatever that was, is who we saw the first 10 games of this year. Agreed? Yeah, he's
1: just really streaky. Hmm. When he takes over, he takes over,
6: though. I mean,
2: that was a quad one loss. To your point, Roberto, so all four of our losses are quad one. And
6: here's the other thing. All four of our losses are quad one losses to elite, or should I say teams with elite first team all-conference type centers or big men. Think about it. Every one of our losses, I mean, uh, Tulo Smith, first team all-SEC. Hunter Dickinson, first team all-Big 12. Zach Eady, best player in America. Uh, and then uh, Baycott, right? Like, I think he's first team all ACC. We just don't have an inside presence to deal with those guys. As long as we don't run into one of those teams, like all my friends are good. Text me, oh my God, the season's over. We're terrible. Everything sucks. I want to die. And it's like, guys, just <laughs> like if we run into a team with an all league type big, we're probably going to lose because we. that's the only losses we have all year. This is a get-out-of-jail-free we card. This is not a bad loss.
2: We were fine in the second half until Adu fouled out. Which was an awful
6: so. call, by the way. And just an abysmal call. Like, he was straight... How, how the hell is he supposed to defend? And, and the, the thing that pissed me off the most about Tulo Smith is... Tonight, he could have literally gone up and spit in the official's face... And he wouldn't have gotten a call. He wouldn't have got a foul call or a technical or anything. And Tennessee gets every. He got every ticky tack Tennessee foul foul call tonight. I, I was blown away. I'm not a blame the officials guy. We lost that game because we lost in the first half. But I think I think the 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 good actually outweighs the bad of the loss. Tennessee looked elite in the second half. That full. I mean, we haven't thrown a full court press in how long? How long? Like, I don't know if I've ever seen a Rick Barnes team do it.
2: Uh, Missouri last year.
6: Okay, there you go. Missouri last year. And we dominated in the second half with that. We need to start running more of that. We have the athletes to do it, and we can burn teams out. We can wear them down because we have more players than they do. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just a sheep, and I'll take that. If that's what you're going to say about me, that's fine. But that that was not a bad game. That And, I mean, Vegas tried to tell you. If you're if you're a point and a half favorite on the road or a two and a half point favorite on the road, as as a what I would call, uh, you should have been a heavy road favorite. They're telling you you're going to lose, and that's happened to every major team in the top five, and it might happen to UConn tonight. I cannot believe we could actually have a twenty seven hour period where the top five teams in America all lose on the road. Two unranked teams. I don't think I've ever seen that. So, like, like, let's just pump the brakes. Don't go jumping off any bridges. Nick Saban is gone. We're gonna get, we're gonna get heard here in the next couple of hours or next couple of days. That's gonna be great. Everything's gonna be fine. We're gonna get out to Georgia. We're gonna go to Stegman, and we're gonna beat the living hell out of them. See you guys.
1: Thank you, Roberto. Appreciate it. I need an update on the banana. Did Banana Man get arrested? I mean, he was. Getting removed from the court pretty aggressively there by the police.
0: Yeah, that uh, that one uh, cop. Uh, I think he was aware that the cameras were on that he was in he was on camera, but he looked like he was ready to grab him up and stuff him. Yeah, it wouldn't it matter, Russell? but that was a technical. That's that should have
2: been
1: called. Yeah,
3: so I saw a picture of all three of them stuck in a corner after the game was over, posted by Mike Wilson. So well, uh, the
1: bunch, the banana bunch. Well, there yes, were four. The I thought bunch. there were four bananas. Yeah, there are a few of them out there. There were four bananas, but there was only one guy who got like, and you know, he thought the game was over. He's rushing the floor. He's got his banana blinders on. You know, chalk full of potassium. He doesn't know what's going on. No, uh, the game is still happening, and for you know, at a security guard. First, escorted him off the field, and the police guy got a hold of him kind of gave him a little Vulcan neck grab there. Looked like he was about to get ugly.
0: Get his banana split. Him...
1: RIP banana man. Yeah, no, but no bananas. Had any, He didn't have any business being down there on the floor. mariville oh. Will is next. What's up, Miraville Will? Will you there? Looks like we got the wheel spinning. Davey, you think they should have called the technical on Mississippi State and given us free throws there?
2: Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered.
1: That's why they—I don't think they
2: did. But you can't have multiple people right storming call. storming the field like that's a
1: that's a technical on the on the bench pretty much. Well, it would have been what? Um, well, we're down five at that point. I mean, that was the final score? You wouldn't
0: have had time to actually shoot a three, though. Yes, yeah, so it was just but, point 0.1 left. I mean, they might have gone back
1: and looked at the clock and found out exactly how much time should have been what on. If, what if it was a three-point game? I, I mean, I didn't even think about that. It, would we be going crazy? Um. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, because you yeah. could get them both, and all, all it takes is a tip.
0: I mean, you're talking to us?
1: It. Yeah, we'd be going psychotic. Let's try Marival Will again. Will, are you there?
7: I'm here. I got it. Sorry about hey. that. Hey, sweet What's up, Will. Hey, uh, I I got a just one thing on the on the basketball thing, and then I got two conspiracy theories. Um, one is I my wife. I made my wife go nuclear tonight because I was screaming in her ear when Josiah stole the inbounds four times there when we decided to actually play the press, and then he just could not dunk it and then he did that weird thing he always does where he's like oh should i dunk it no i'm just gonna kind of just fall and then he just stuffed himself right at the rim four times four times oh it's bad
1: yeah um there were some some bright spots i just it it pisses me off losing to a team that you're better than losing to an inferior team just pisses me off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Losing to anybody pisses me off losing to better teams. uh, But I mean like losing to watching them celebrate,
7: uh, that just sticks in my crawl. Will I know, man. I know. Hey, all right. Two conspiracy theories. No, we're not on the drive. I know we don't have the music, but okay. Conspiracy theory. Number one, what if, uh, let's see here. So, uh, and this is where Tucker or Davey may have a, uh, comment on this so they clearly timed this retirement thing by Saban so that the players at bama could not transfer to another sec school right because that just no. closed on monday
2: no once a coach changes oh. a 30-day portal a window opens so for oh, the next 30 days okay. their, their roster can get decimated
7: i was about to say because that that would be just all-time epic you know underwater whatever you call it russell the or your 3D chess, whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah. Pa- powers okay. at B did a good job on that. Now, I I, I do think it, the situation where that did recently happen, uh, you look at Ohio State and them announcing Will Howard, the quarterback transferring in. They made it happen to where none of their other quarterbacks could transfer out based off when they let him announce that he was coming to
7: Ohio State. Okay, okay. So then the second one I have is, so, you know, we saw all those things throughout the year where everyone was kind of like, I think he's retiring. I think he's not. What if Kiffin knew that he was retiring and that's why he's loaded up on, and he knew that this was going to be his time. Kiffin spending. had
2: no clue he was retiring. I actually have a direct source on that.
7: Okay, look at Davey. Davey oh, hello.
2: I really
0: don't think anybody, like, I don't, I mean, Byrne may have, Byrne, would have probably been the only one, but I mean, it, this really opens up a can of worms for Alabama. Cause right now their entire roster can transfer inside the conference with, you know, it opens that 30 day window where like right now you can't transfer within the conference and be eligible. the correct me if I'm wrong, David, the upcoming year, except if your coach leaves, they give you a 30 day window.
2: Uh, yeah, that's my understanding as of right now. So I don't know. If this, there might be some other rule in there, but I just know if coach leaves, there's the thirty day portal window opens.
0: If well, I had to guess anything about Lane, is that he's probably pouring over that roster,
7: seeing who he can, uh, you know, steal. That's it. That's it. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Let's uh, let's hope that they can get uh, somebody wonderful, like oh, I don't know, uh, Mario Cristobal or somebody to coach them. See ya.
2: I don't know who, like,
0: I, I, I mean, who talk wants about that I, job, man? As yeah. crazy as that sounds.
2: Pe- people are kind of talking about, you know, setting it up. But I mean, the man is still retired yesterday. I guess he decided there was enough stuff on Netflix he could just watch at home instead of doing it in the office. Um, Tommy Reese, you know, I, I was thinking, talking with a couple of people, like, that's a guy who's really in a tough position because you know he's not going to get the job. There's a chance they, keep him on staff but again like you know you bring in another coach i'm sure he's got an offensive coordinator but he left his alma mater to come down here this past year and now he's he's likely looking for a new stop but
0: no sympathy for him no hate it for him yeah none whatsoever i was getting giddy when russ was going on his on his rant Tell them what's going what's coming for the Alabama fan base. What'd you there's say? Not four coaches. Obvious, there's
1: not an obvious candidate out there. No, see the the
0: problem, the thing that I keep coming back to since you know, just thinking about since we got off air is almost all these guys that would be a candidate for this job are already making almost as much money as what you know. They can't just money whip people anymore. And I I kept coming back to, I was going over who, I was looking at everybody's, you know, hot hot board for it, and it was just, you know, why would he, why, you know, DeBoer's not going to leave Washington. They're getting ready to go in the Big Ten. He's making big money. I don't even know that Kiffin will,
1: because it's, uh, you know, he's
0: at a school right now getting paid handsomely where he can make the playoffs.
1: It would be the most Lang Kiffin thing ever for him to like flirt with them. And you think he's going to take the job and then just decline, stay at Ole Miss. Yeah. We're the they only, only funny. I, I could just see the timing of it. Just
0: it's, it's
2: not going to work out very well. And then whoever they do manage to poach, you, you talk about a school being in a really tough position at that point, because no one's likely going to be jumping nope. ship at that point. they they would need to do the interim level, uh, or the, the interim tag, kind of like we should have done with Kippy Brown all the way back in
1: the end of Fulmer's era. Er, er, or not Fulmer, but after Kiffin bolted. I don't see anybody ever actually doing that. I mean, the closest I could is like what Mississippi State did this year. They essentially just did that with Zach Arnett and made the mistake of giving him the job and setting a couple extra million dollars on fire, buyout money. I feel like somebody else did that. Didn't Ohio State do that?
0: Um
1: they put a placeholder fickle, was was there for a year, wasn't he? Yeah, but he never yeah, he never got the the full
2: um
0: No, but he was just like a no, that's what I'm saying. Like they
2: worked out pretty well. I mean, uh you you managed to get a national championship out of Meyer Myers, the next head coach. Well, that Urban, you think he'd want to tackle that? You think they'd hire no. him? Uh, he, I've also heard he's content being in, media, in the media
0: stuff. I mean, you're talking
1: about the most high-pressure job in America. Still holding out hope that Harbaugh goes to the NFL, preferably to the Titans. Brian Kelly goes back to Michigan. And, I mean, just can you imagine LSU and Alabama coming open at the same time and just the chaotic domino effect that could have.
2: That'd be fun.
0: That'd be real fun to cover.
1: Texas would love the hell out of that. And Oklahoma. Any chance Sark would leave Texas to go to Bama? No way. Not with
2: Arch Manning on, I mean, like he could take them with him, but I don't. Texas gave you an opportunity after you battled some pretty, pretty strong demons. You get them to this point; they're about to make that jump. I don't think that's a move you'd want to make. I just like that's the thing too, from a money standpoint. And looks like saying, Alabama's willing to pay like fifteen million for a guy that's already making eight or nine million a year. I just struggle to see anybody wanting to be the guy after the guy. I know these coaches typically don't think like that, but a lot of them are in good positions where they currently are, and you're about to see this roster just go to hell in a handbasket real quick.
1: They don't often move. If you've got a good D1 job, you you know, Power 5 job and you're making millions and you can compete for the playoff, for your conference championship and a playoff, you know, unless it's Brian Kelly just fed up with Notre Dame, like they don't move very often.
2: And like it's not like you're going to be able to again at the end of the day it's, if you win, you're fine, but I just can't say, like, who's the name they announced in the Alabama fan base is just like, yep, I'm all I'm all on board with that.
1: I think oh. they're pretty excited by Lanning. I mean, it's it's definitely a step down, but anything's going to be a step down from a guy with six national championships at your school. So, so I really think it's going to be – I think it's going to end up being Lanning. Yeah, I, I think they look at him as a guy who can continue the style of football they've been playing – familiar with you know he spent a year in tuscaloosa he's you know entrenched in the kirby sabin style and is in his prime as an elite recruiter With that alabama machine behind him yeah they got all the money down there you know rolling yeah well they always have um you know, they always was, have, but Saban got it all on the same page. It was disjointed there for a while and he turned it into the machine where they always had enough for whatever yeah. to do. Reed made a good point. Reed had a space after we
0: went off the air and Reed made a really good point. I think it was, it was Reed or one of his guys. And uh, basically that they've always had the money and stuff. The problem for Alabama is now is that everybody, they don't have it's a more even floor now because of all these
1: collectives and with NIL and all this stuff. So, well, and players just don't want to sit and wait three years no. for opportunity anymore. So they can't collect the level of depth that they, they've had. Yeah. Which is good. Not, not just for Tennessee. It is good for Tennessee, but for the sport, man, I just think it's, you, you saw it this year with no SEC teams making the final and, um, I don't – I mean, more like that with the – More parity was needed in college football.
5: Yes, 100%. You can't have four. Kentucky
1: fan is next. What's up, TJ?
5: Hey, what's up, guys? You guys talking about college football. Um, You know, Kentucky picked up uh, an Alabama safety transfer today, and then an hour later the news of Saban came out, and I was like, oh, it makes sense now. Um, And then I don't know if you saw, but I think it was like a – hour or two ago their number one wide receiver that they had committed just decommitted after saving left too so that roster might not look as good next year with this news coming out
2: no it won't i mean anytime like here's here's how i would look at this if you are an alabama commit what's the likelihood you're going there because you just love alabama it's probably not very high. They're going to be able to pay you what a lot of these other programs are paying you. But the whole reason you signed up to go to Alabama is because you're going to be trained and being coached by the greatest coach in the history of college football. And now that that's not the case. Yeah, they're definitely coming back down on a level playing field with
1: the rest of us. Guys, we have an update banana man is being deposited in the back of a Mississippi state university police car. Banana man
5: has been arrested. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh! I, I I guarantee you he might he might be late to class in the morning. I don't know, but that doesn't sound good for Banana Man.
2: What tips do you have for him, Bear?
0: For the Banana Man? Yeah. Don't drop the soap. Number one.
2: No. Okay. That that I doubt he's going to be taking a shower tonight.
0: But. Oh no! Say nothing. Don't say a word. Lawyer. Lawyer. That's the only word you know.
3: Hey, switching the back Yes and
0: lawyer.
2: I just hope they let him take his mugshot in the banana suit.
0: You say yes when they when they say, Do you understand these rights as they've been read to you? And then you say lawyer. I just
1: see the picture now, Davey. Have you seen this man? The <laughs> <laughs> kid in the banana suit. Hey, I hope oh, they get too much? Oh Jesus Christ. It's what
0: makes college basketball the one of the
1: best things to watch, man. I don't you live in a society, Bear. We live in a society. Yes. TJ. I
0: mean, they upset the number three team or number five. What were, what were we? Five? This yeah. isn't
1: nomination. T- this isn't nom. There are rules. <laughs> nah.
5: You know, Anything, so, TJ? Yeah, so far this season, I don't think, you know, usually by now you can tell, you know, the, the top two or three teams in college basketball. I don't think there is a clear number one i know a couple of years ago i don't think all top five teams lost in one week i'm I'm the biggest xavier fan right now because if it happens kentucky could sneak up to number one if we take care uh of our team uh saturday but this is impossible of happening tj just letting you know right now
2: what they're just because some teams have one loss doesn't mean they're going to drop all the way down four or five spots houston's this they just had their first loss kentucky's got what three?
5: Kentucky has two, and it's been against. Uh, uh, well, okay, UNCW, woohoo! But it's been against. Can- Speaking of Kansas, did you see that? Mm, Cucks, uh, I can't see whoa. that. Dude. That Dickinson dude throw that dude on the court. Is that tonight. Tonight, you need to go look I at that video. Haven't He's, seen it yet. He, Dickinson body slammed that kid. He's a punk and a clown. I can't stand him. I'm glad he didn't come to Kentucky. I like He's a little in.
2: physicality out of my center. <laughs>
5: hey, if he came to Kentucky, I'd be praising him. But anyway, y'all have a good one, man.
1: Wow, I'm watching that now. TJ way oversold that. <laughs> way oversold that.
0: You know what a Kentucky fan overselling
1: something. I mean, I'm stunned. I tell you, it's stunned. I I don't even think it's dirty. I mean, it's a hard play. It's a physical play, but. Little guy trying to box him out, and he just sort of swatted him down. What
0: What would Urosh have done? Oh it, my if,
1: god, Urosh! I mean, body said, "TJ, get out of here, dude. What are you doing? I thought you were a tough Kentucky fan. You guys are supposed to be tough. They're soft. Been saying it for years." Yeah, I'm not, I, I, I'm not seeing that one, TJ. I mean, I, I would call a foul, but I wouldn't even go to the monitor on that. It just a, it's just a good hard foul. You pull him aside and say, hey, look, man, ease up a little bit. No big deal. Hunter Dickinson. Couldn't carry Urosh's jock when it comes to playing dirty. Some random guy is next. Hello, hey, guys. Did anything happened in Tuscaloosa today? They got a coaching staff. Oh
8: baby, uh, I I I, uh, I humbly submit Mike Price. He never really got an opportunity. Um, he's still alive, isn't he? Can we bring Mike Price back?
1: I, he he might have died. I think he died late. Damn it!
8: Well, there's that. Uh, I guess pour one out for Mike Price. I don't wish anybody death, but. Uh, he never really even got a chance. Wasn't he the guy that got, did he not get fired before yeah. he even coached the game? He was uh, sexing strippers. Yeah. It's
1: Roland, baby. It's Roland. He he, uh, he
8: he left a stripper in his hotel room, and she ran up like a room service bill. I think that's how that story went.
2: And he's still alive, according to his Wikipedia page. Oh, well, good. Uh-oh, I killed Mike Price. I'm sorry. Damn it, Russell. I'm sorry, Mike. I mean, hey, he's
1: still rolling. Dude, it's still, still
2: rolling, rolling,
8: baby. And then they had Francioni. I mean, come on. There's there's some ex Tide guys that can come back. Um, you know, uh, the the basketball game tonight. Um, and I'm going to go back to Bama for a second. Basketball game tonight, and we were just we couldn't we couldn't throw it in the ocean from the beach in the first half, and you know. That's been a problem for a while, but I'm not going to say that there's a panic or anything. It was nice to see Dalton Connect finally come back. I'm hoping that that'll continue. Um, Yeah, I felt like the fouls were a little uneven watching the game, but then at the end of the game, I looked at the stat line. It was 16 for them, 20 for us. I mean, that's pretty damn close. Uh, I I don't get the Vescovy call with 45 seconds left or whatever it was. Uh, They screwed us right there out of uh, tying the game. But um, but anyway, it is what it is. It's one loss. It's on the road. The sky is not falling. I didn't hear the first part of voluntary action, so uh, I'm assuming some people are ready to string Barnes up from the gallows, but uh, I, I'm not pushing the panic button.
2: Jimbo would probably take um, that
8: job for a discount. No. Um, so, um, you know, Bama-wise, I mean – I hear the name Dabo thrown around. I pray to God they get him. He can't handle the freaking spotlight in Clemson. They will. They will crucify him in Tuscaloosa. His. His. He can't handle that. Am I wrong in in that?
1: Uh, it's going to be hard for anybody. It's going to be just such big shoes to fill, um, and the expectations are going to be impossible to live up to. So I, I would be really surprised if anybody is able to keep it going. They're going to come back down to earth. It was never going to last forever. And for a guy like Josh Hypo, I mean, you're positioned perfectly. Uh-huh. You, you've, you've gotten through the hard part. You still have the NCAA sanctions. You're only going to be playing with 82 players, I think the next two years. But I mean, other than that, you, you know, you've, you've fought through the, the, the first hard year, your program's rolling yeah, the right worst, now. worst of it's and behind Hypel now. The worst. Yeah, of it's I mean, behind. we. Sh- it should be good.
8: I, I, I just, you know, I, I look at that Bama program, and it's like they said when Spurrier left Florida. You don't want to follow a legend. You want to follow the guy that followed the legend. I'll say it. The only person I think that's ballsy and brash enough to go down there and actually handle the pressure is probably Lane Kiffin. Uh, I just think Kiffin doesn't give a shit. I think you could put him in Tuscaloosa, and he's not going to care what you say. But that's that's just what I've seen out of him. Uh, we got to deal with him in the conference, no matter what. I uh, honestly think I'd rather see him at Bama than at Florida, but I think he's going to one of the two sooner or later, unless he ends up at LSU and Kelly goes to Michigan. So it'd be fun to watch uh, the airplane tracker the next couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they got a lot to learn down there. They haven't done this in a while. Not in the hot social media minute. age.
8: Hot damn minute not in the not in the modern age. I haven't done this since 2007, 2008. So uh be a lot of fun to watch the meltdown in Tuscaloosa. Guys, you have a good night.
1: Thanks Rando. I've
2: Got another name I want to throw out there.
1: Okay. Rich Rodriguez. <laughs> what are you doing? He took the job once until he didn't. I mean, Alabama did kind of invent the dysfunctional coaching search back in 05, 06, whenever that was.
0: Oh yeah. and Indirectly.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that was, that one was completely botched. I mean, it was, but it wasn't, it got Saban, but it was a mess. Who's out there that's just sitting out there like a Saban. Mike Frable.
2: Well, he'll wait for his buddy Ron Day to get fired. Who do, who do you want to see the Titans hire, Debo? I mean, right now the two best candidates are Jim Harbaugh and Mike Rabel, and uh, I don't see them going after Mike Rabel.
0: <laughs> I want, but, I want, uh, I want Jimmy, I want Jimmy Harbaugh, I want, uh, yeah, Jimmy Harbaugh.
2: I, I, I doubt they get Jim. Um, it's likely going to be a first-time head coach. Uh, the, the way in which they are, even though they're not talking about it. They, they're structuring this or the organization structured it. I mean, it's it's weird. It's it is one of those things, too, where like I get it where the fans are frustrated. Rabel wasn't fired due to a football decision. He was fired because of how things were structured. And what was the one name I kept throwing out to you guys? If I can see Rabel trying to do this. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, and that's pretty much what he was trying to do. He was upset last year. He didn't want Rand Carthon to get the job. There was another guy already in house. He was hoping that would get the get the position of GM, and that he didn't happen. Control. And yeah, you, you continue to look at how things were, were trending, and someone told me the other day, it's like, listen, if they didn't fire him this year, they're probably gonna have to fire him next year. So they went ahead and got a got a head on it.
0: Uh, well, hell, I mean. Uh, you almost can't blame Braves because you know I mean look at the the shit the you know j Rob and some of the disaster the AJ Brown
1: whatever happened there but who do you who do you really want them to hire Dave? You know, the realistic candidates probably
2: Ben Johnson or Gerard Mayo
1: they're gonna go that route I could like, get on board with either one of those guys. The Slowick is growing on me. I could get on board with him. but like here's my thing that I said on the drive today is like, let's just cut the crap here. Um you know, uh, yeah, Slowick might be good. Johnson might be good. Gerard Mayo might be good. Jim Harbaugh has been to a Super Bowl. yeah, he's built a winner. It's in his blood. He's still in his coaching prime. You know he wants to go to the NFL. He's been trying to go to the NFL. Um, hire him. I uh, beat beat everybody to the punch and hire Jim Harbaugh.
2: You can definitely make a run on. I mean, that right now they're based off the qualifications and check checks they need to check off as far as uh, the Rooney Rule. They're working on that now. They've they've got two minority head coaches. They've already requested to speak with with uh, Antonio Pierce and as the Raiders interim, and then uh, Lions DC Aaron Glenn. I, I mean. Listen, if they could get Harbaugh tomorrow, I think they'd sign up for him. It's just if you're Harbaugh, like I would actually play hardball and a Harbaugh want
0: a Harbaugh you I would think would would want like final say on player personnel. What not you think? Like he's going to want that coming in. He would probably want something like that and he's not going to get it.
2: The the other thing too is people talking about Rand. I've told you guys this countless times, but the next draft pick that Rand Carthon makes will be his first. Um, he's he's not been involved. I'm not saying he can't be successful or he won't have successful drafts. We, we just don't know. I mean, the guy's never done anything like that to where you have anything to base it off of. He wasn't the architect in San Francisco before he came over here. So I just look at this and I'll be interested to see how it plays out. But I just with him, I don't know what to expect. Mm. He's not great in front of a microphone, but
1: that doesn't mean you can't be a good GM. Tucker Harlan, any thoughts on the Titans situation, Nick Saban's retirement, Tennessee basketball? You've been uh, Bears been chatty here, man. I'm trying to get you in here. <laughs> well, uh, you know,
3: I, I don't know where the Titans are going to go exactly with their coach. It seems like there's just a lot of different uh, names being thrown out there. I think you have got to go offensive minded though. So, I mean, Ben Johnson has been, you know probably the one that I've liked the most, obviously Slowick and uh, Carthon well-connected over there uh, in San Francisco. And then, you know, as far as Alabama goes, um, but to go back to what Davey said earlier, uh, Rich Rod is in the state of Alabama right now. He's coaching Oh, Jacks God, insane. stop. <laughs> um, it'd be funny if they did get him though. Um, but in reality, yeah, um, you know, I, I don't know who you go after if you're Bama. You got to have somebody that's fairly proven. And I don't know if this is going to be like, you know, when they got rid or when Bear stepped down or when, you know, say Pat Summit stepped down here at Tennessee, where you got to keep it in the family. We'll see what the Bama fans want to do in that regard. But um, I would say it's probably best to find somebody outside of there as we've seen those experiments not really work out in the
1: past. Um, but I, I, I got a name to throw out for for Bama. You guys tell me what you think of this. All
9: right.
1: As I watch Blue Kane throw down a dunk. George's running Arkansas out of the gym at the half. That'll be fun.
0: Blue Kane's gonna be a problem on Saturday, dude.
1: Um name I haven't heard anybody mention for the Alabama job. Josh Hypel.
0: Hmm. I'm not seeing it. No.
2: You got to think, too. Whoever they go and hire, they're the president. This is what Clay said today. They're, you essentially have to view them as the president of Alabama.
1: Talking about the entire <laughs> state. Oh, my God.
0: That's a pretty You're good take.
1: About damn third world poverty. <laughs> uh,
0: Banana Republic. Jesus. Where uh, it'd be like, some kind of 1960s-style Central African dictatorship where everybody's starving to death and the king lives in his palace.
2: If you're Josh, I just don't think you want to deal with that. You've already got a great up-and-coming roster, specifically offensive style. Like You've got your, your system in place, and Tennessee's going to be a lot more patient with them than Alabama will be. I can tell you that right now.
1: I think they ought to hire that guy who jumped in the aquarium down at the Brass Pro Shops
2: down in Leeds, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, the guy with the little weenie.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, throw an, I'll throw another name out there. What if they pulled off the heist and stole uh, the Right Reverend from from Little Brother? Did you want to
2: talk? Like, we've seen people die from those games. My gosh! Like, uh, talk about a there might be a civil war within the state.
0: Maximum chaos. How funny would that be? Except it wouldn't be that funny to us to have that kind of access to money.
9: Talent.
1: Nathan is next. Hello, Nathan. Hey,
9: um, we've been through our fair share of coaching searches and it's going to be a lot more fun on this side of it for once. How long is, uh, Alabama AD going to drag this out, and all these sound bites we're going to get from these idiots from Alabama when they're not being told who their coach is going to be like tomorrow. I, I, I do trust Greg Byrne uh, to to run a good search.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll tell you what they won't do is what a And M did and try and trot out uh, Mark Stoops.
9: I just I look forward to reading the tweets and all the sound bites for the call ins these fans are getting frustrated and it not being their guy that they've got in their head. It's, it's just going to be fun to watch them struggle. I mean, they'll probably get a good coach cause they got the money and I think replacing Sabin is going to be the biggest challenge for anybody taking that job. I mean the, you know, the mystique, I can't, like you said, the goat following the goat.
1: No, I mean, for younger folks out there, not familiar when Bear Bryant retired in i say 82, um, you know, they went through, they hired Ray Perkins and I don't know what the records were, but uh, it wasn't good enough. And they hired Bill Curry and it wasn't good enough. And uh, Gene Stallings won a championship, but he was old and it didn't last. Um, and they went through a, a couple of guys, Mike Dubose. and uh, They just, you know, they... They couldn't settle on anybody really until Saban. It kind of took them over twenty years, so <laughs> they're going to struggle for sure to find somebody to. I mean, you're you're not going to find anybody who can win at that level.
9: Well, if you all start sharing some tweets, I'll keep up with it. I don't know which ones to watch. I don't follow any Bama stuff, so share them if you find them.
0: <laughs> There's one I just saw where uh, it's. If you guys seen that's a video of him leaving. Uh, campus today was it like, a presidential police escort. No, I not And that all day. those gumps waving, crying. What a glorious night. I love it. I'm still a little surprised that,
2: like, I mean, good, it was great on Chris to get the scoop, but I just, I mean, like, the fact he he got it, like, I mean, Saban had to text him and tell him it was happening, but
1: I kind of make It it broke shortly after 5 o'clock, and they had the meeting at 5, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So, I mean, somebody in there, I'm sure when he announced it, you know, it's in a team meeting setting. I'm sure guys started texting people immediately, so it probably spread like wildfire. Uh, Auburn Um, message board was on that, actually. Yeah, Um, I did see that. somebody. Yeah, Auburn (laughs) message board poster had it, like, what, an hour or two beforehand?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just remember seeing that earlier. I was like, okay, this is just your typical Nick Saban's going to retire joke. And then um, I, I see that post pop up again later after the announcement. I was like, oh my gosh, they nailed it on the Auburn message board. So the for I, those I that think, bigger,
2: the, the message board post pretty much said there's been a team meeting called for Alabama that
0: wasn't initially scheduled. Yeah, at 4 p.m. Central yeah. time. I do think – I do think uh, – Chris Lowe had it before everybody else. No, he did. It, like, because no did. other media member it, it, had it. Like, it it didn't surprise me that he was the one. Well, he still lives in Knoxville. Yeah, but it's Chris Low, and I could see saving giving it to him. I don't know. Just that doesn't surprise me.
9: Well, roll down tide.
2: See y'all. <laughs> The last the last time I had a meeting with former, Chris Lowe was in there before I was. And it was kind of funny because I think we we're running a little behind and Chris is like, Yeah, I'll we'll have to get out there and go golfing again. I was like, guys, I, I like we need to hurry this up.
1: But was, hey, that's what you gotta do. Do what now? So Low was in there and like he was just shooting the shit, eating into your time or I get, yeah. I mean like, I, I mean, Fulmer was nice and, like, didn't, like, cut me out early or anything like that. But it, it did start a little late. That's got to be hard when the demands on your time like that and you have to tell people who are your friends, like, okay, you have to go now. <laughs> it, it, like, you get comfortable. I'm sure, like, he got comfortable with that and probably rubbed people the wrong way. But, I mean, you, you can't just. We all know that guy who's like the time suck guy. And you you just got to tell him, you just got to tell him no sometimes. He, I mean, he probably had to do that several times a day. You know, it's like, Hey, I got to go. Had another thought. Oh, did, did you meet him at, um, uh, Gus's where Hypo meets Austin price? Did I no? This this was at the, uh, um,
2: this this was in the athletic department. I just I just completely blanked on the name of the place over there. Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Good lord. Whew.
1: What did you make of that picture, Russ? <sighs> Terrible picture for the hype daddy. He's, they he's... got him mid bite. Yeah. He's dressed like Steve Buscemi in the Hello Kids meme. Got his hat turned around backwards. Looks like a total slob. I mean, I'm sorry. I love the hype daddy, but good Lord. Like he's just shoveling into his gullet. Yeah. look like an end ring. Whoever takes that picture, can't like wait, set it up a little bit. That was a tough look. And I mean, let's, let's be honest here. It's not like Hypel is a handsome man. Okay. Oh, no. we can say that, right? I guess, but it sounds kind of mean. It does. It feels bad, but I mean, we beat Saban. He beats Saban. and he's beautiful in his every. He's beautiful in his own way. He's a beautiful man, but he's not a handsome man. If that makes any sense. That's why we love him. He's like us. He's average. So you got to be careful. You take a guy. You're not doing a guy like that any favors when you take his picture surreptitiously while he's shoveling onion rings down his gullet. Like, you never get that picture if that's uh, Vitello, Barnes, or Harper. I mean, is there anything Vitello could do and not look handsome?
0: No, he looked like a million bucks when he's sitting there uh, looking like he'd
1: been rolling in the dirt sitting on a horse. I mean, that man probably looks sexy while he's wiping his ass. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Lucky bastard.
0: Yeah, but I mean. That's one of the things I love about Hyple. He's like he's like a regular guy. But yeah, whoever did they didn't do him any
1: favors, that's for sure. Well, fellas, watching Ole Miss in Florida. League is good this year. A lot of good teams, man. I mean, Ole Miss is 13 and 1. Florida's 10 and 4. Um, we were 10 and 3 tonight. Mississippi State was 10 and 3 tonight. Georgia's 10 and 3 tonight. We play them next. It's going to be a war, man. It's going to be a war of attrition. We got to develop some bench play. We got to find some other options, man. It can't just be a six-man rotation.
0: No, they got to get. I really feel like they've got to. They got to start getting Estrella some minutes. Adu and Awako. I mean, this is not going to be the last game where those two guys end up in major foul trouble. As shitty as the officiating is
1: in college basketball. Well, it's going to be a fun ride. Davey, anything else we need to hit on?
2: No, I think we've covered it all. I mean, just it's going to be a fun couple of weeks with all these coaching searches. I mean, there's there's currently seven openings in the NFL, and I'm anticipating uh, one more come open. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get a surprise one uh, out after Wild Card Weekend. For example, if uh, Green Bay goes into Dallas and beats the Cowboys, I bet you Jerry Jones fires Mike McCarthy. So... God, I love that. Um, but yeah, I just hopefully the Titans can do well as they they get set for this this next hit. And uh, just I don't know. In, enjoy this. Here's what I'll say. Enjoy the search because I don't know if we'll be enjoying much of the
1: football for uh, some time to come. Oh, don't be like that, Davy. We, we ain't get that it. far off, Davey. We, we get a good offensive coach in here. Draft us a left tackle. Bring in some key free agents. We'll be right back in the playoff hunt next year.
2: It's the NFL. Anything's possible. No one anticipated the Houston Texans winning the AFC South this season. And look what happened.
1: That's what I'm saying. But, we got a but that's the quarterback. Thing. I mean, I mean,
2: I'm just saying you got to make the right hire. And I just yeah. I, I don't know where they're going right now.
0: They made the right hire in,
1: the, in Ryan's as a quarterback. They made the right hire with Vrabel. I mean, it was unpopular to fire malarkey in some sectors of Titans world. Uh, and, uh, she he, got
6: he could, it right.
2: No, nah, I was I was happy with the decision to fire Malarkey. You could tell that was coming to an end. But that was the thing. It's going back to that. She like John Robinson had to come on board with Mike Malarkey. Waited a year. The dude still won a playoff game. Yeah. And he said, you know what, this isn't going the right way, and they let him fire him. And um, Robinson was able to go out and get Brable.
1: So we just got to hope they can do it again. Tucker Harlan. Your thoughts on your first voluntary reaction appearance as a host. Was it everything you dreamed it would be? <laughs> well, let's, let's
3: hope uh, Tennessee can win next time around. Maybe that, that'll make things a little bit more interesting. Bad uh, luck, Tuck. Yeah, seems like it. That, that's that's my version of
0: dead air bear, I guess. Oh, uh, I wasn't the one who had dead air today, genius. That is true. I, stood and stared at me stupidly for like eight seconds. That's not nice. It wasn't. I'm sorry, Tucker.
3: No, you're, you're fine. I, I was in the wrong there. Um, but, yeah, now I'm watching this Georgia game just to see what Tennessee's getting into on Saturday. And, you know, Arkansas had that awful loss to start conference play. And Muscleman does this weird thing where he, like, kind of wanders through the first, you know, two weeks or so of conference play. But then January turns to February, and suddenly Arkansas is just on. Maybe that's what this is. Um, but, you know, Georgia did get a get. Uh, a big win at Mizzou earlier this week, I guess Saturday. So, you know, uh, it's, it's going to be a tough fight and Stegman come Saturday.
1: A tough fight. Indeed. Bear, any closing thoughts? Um,
0: yeah, I mean, it was just tough, tough loss tonight. Hostile situation. Sky's not falling. Let's really enjoy watching Bama burn. Uh, and
1: burn Bama burn Saban's Inferno burn, burn Bama, burn, Bama, burn. burn that mother town little yeah of, this is gonna be a lot it. of
0: fun this is the biggest domino that's fallen in college football in a long long time it'll be interesting to see like uh, how far out the ripples go on this one
1: All right, folks, we love you. Be sure to check out our new morning show, the Fan Run Morning Show with John Reed and Bob Baskerville. It starts at 7 a.m. I'm sure they will have a lot more on the Alabama situation, a lot more on Tennessee basketball, and the Titans search as well. For Bear, Davey, and Tucker, I'm Russell Smith. Have a great night.